Well, hello, everyone. It is episode seven of the Scuttlebutt podcast, and it's a special one because I have my first guest, and it's my mom. For it's a it's a Mother's Day special. Hi, mom. Hi, Victoria. How are you? I'm good. How's your how's how's it how's it hanging? How you do? How's everything? Groovy. Groovy. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. Are you excited that Mother's Day is here? You get to be celebrated for being a mother? Yes. This is very exciting. Uh, also, you. you're welcome. Thank because me, you became a mom. So in a way, it's my holiday too. This is true. <laughs> Not really, but you know. I like to think it's important. I am I am pretty essential to you your mother's day and dad's father's day cuz you know I'm the firstborn. This is true you are. And I'm I'm the favorite. I'm happy for you. Here we go again with this business. You're my favorite daughter. How about that? <laughs> I'm the only daughter. Oh well. But um, I thought I'd have you on as my first guest because, you know, you're my mom, one of my best friends. And, you know, I feel like we'd have a great time talking together because we always talk together. But I thought, like, we would reminisce for Mother's Day, like, all of, like, stories and, like, me growing up and you, you know... Like you as like my age, like, oh, what's my daughter going to be like one day? Stuff like that. Because I know that's such an interesting thing to talk about. It's one of my favorite things. I enjoy it also. So I'll just dive right in. Um, well, starting before, you know, I even came into this world. When you were like, maybe like in high school, did you like, you, you thought probably of your like future children, you wanted to be a mom? Always. Yeah. That's good. Um, that's good. I'm just also, it's like making sure that I can hear everything. But <laughs> but did you like know what names you wanted and like how many kids you wanted? What you wanted to do with them? Well, coming from a large family, I guess I didn't think about how many. But, yeah, I wanted kids and names. Um, yeah, I I do remember working with Aunt Diana at a YMCA camp with little kids. And there was mm-hmm. this little girl named Gabriella that oh, was yeah. just, yeah. <laughs> just, she was just the sweetest little thing. But um, And there was this little boy, Joseph, also. But anyway, I remember this little girl and that name just... I'm like, oh, I'd love that name on a little girl. And then Aunt she Diana beat you married. to it. Well, she married my brother and she had a girl before <laughs> she me. She stole your baby name. She stole my baby. Well, she didn't steal it. She just used it before I did. And she stole your baby name. maybe little Gabriella at the YMCA had an impact on her also. <laughs> yeah. I, it's It would have been funny because, you know, my best friend's name is Gabriella. So it would have been funny if I was Gabriella and she was Gabriella. And then when we were like freshman, sophomore, 
we looked a little bit more alike before we like re- like matured more. So it would have been really confusing. But so you would call Gabriella anyway in high school because half the teachers mixed you guys up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it was it was pretty funny. But I know that dad really liked the name Anastasia and you were like, no go. Yeah, he did. He liked Anastasia and he liked Isabella. Right. Those are cute names. And I like those Xavier names. Xavier for a boy. Right. Um, didn't you like the name Sarah? Yes, Joseph, your brother, would have been Sarah if he was a girl. That is correct. Interesting. And didn't you say that, like, I would have been Joseph or John, right? If yes. I was a boy? You would have been Joseph, for sure. Interesting. <laughs> but, right. yeah. That's cool, though. I, I, of course, think of baby names. But, of course, like, I mean, like, you can always have, like, ideas for baby names, I feel like. But when it actually comes to, like, you see your little new bundle of joy and they're like, oh, that's not that name that I loved for so many. That's not their name. So I think, like, you can fall in love with names, but I feel like it might not always have an attachment to – you can't assign it before they're born, I feel like, you know? Like, you can have an attachment and want to use it, but I feel like sometimes it just doesn't work out. Oh, totally, because – um, I think it was Anne Amory had a uh, Megan for, I don't remember which one of her daughters, but when she met the baby, she's like, yeah, no, this baby's not a Megan. Yeah. So. Which I think yep. is interesting, but because you can already like have that like feeling. I mean, obviously I don't know what it feels like. I don't have a child, but I feel like there's like that feeling with like that child. I feel like maybe it's like the same thing with pets. Like I can have like idea for ideas for pet names and when I get that pet, I'm like, that's not their name. <laughs> it's not their that's personality. It's not, right. you know. That's right. But Yeah. But then I was born Victoria. Victoria Faye. Where did Victoria come from? You just wanted something regal? Yeah. I just, we like the name. Yep. Interesting. And then everyone calls me every other V name. Except for Victoria. I get Veronica, Valerie, <laughs> Vanessa. I, well, I like all those names. Yeah, they're pretty. I like them too. But, I mean, I get my first name mixed up and then I get my last name mixed up. But I feel like with my first name, I've had every nickname known to man. Like I went when I was younger. I was Vicky. Absolutely hated now. But then I did Vic, Tori. Spelt like five different ways. Tor, yeah. like anything, like any like section of my name that can turn into a nickname, I'll do it. Before you, like in five years, maybe I'm going by Rhea. Like who knows? Like I just, <laughs> any part of my name, I'll just <laughs> to go by it. But it. yeah, I mean, like that's what I tell people. Like you just, if it's any relating to my name, just call me that. Except for Vicky. I don't like Vicky. I know. But it's okay. But um, well, I remember going to parent-teacher conference, and the teacher just kept saying, <laughs> "Victoria Faye." Yes, Victoria Faye. This, but we didn't call you Victoria Faye. I mean, that is your name, and I love yeah. it. But I'm like, yeah. what is going on? You told the teacher. You told everybody oh, that's the name you used. 
Because I like every year, like a new grade, I'm like, all right, time to change my name a little bit. But wasn't there another time where I was like, what, what's a nickname or name that you want to be called in class? And I was like, well, my dad calls me Puddin. And then you were like, no, that's not what they mean. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was like third grade. Yeah. With Miss Dennison. Mrs. Dennison. I, I, yeah. Okay. That's where I segue. So was I like when you when I was little, did you yeah. know that I was like I was I was a funny kid? You were always a funny kid, yes. And did you know like at like what age were you ever like, oh, she's gonna be a performer when like obviously I dance, I don't do that anymore. But did you like, was there a moment where she's like, oh, I got to get her into dance classes or I got to get her on a stage or something? Oh, yeah. That, that was you after dinner. You used to put on a show for us from, gosh, from when you can walk. You just were always dressing up and dancing around the house and entertaining us. But, yeah, whenever there was, like, presentations in school and projects, the parents would always say, oh, that girl belongs on a stage. <laughs> She's an entertainer. It's so, it's so interesting because it's, like, I never, like, other than dance, I really, like, other than me being in one middle school play, I never really, really tried to be on the stage for more than just, like, dance. Like, I didn't do theater. I no. I guess I sang, but then we both know how that turned out. So that's no longer a thing. But I mean, I did do that solo. What did you think? Remember when I did that somebody to love solo and my voice cracked? I do remember that. Do you I remember me you... crying on stage for like 45 minutes after? No, I don't remember that. I was crying on stage the whole time. It was oh. really embarrassing. But and then that same year we were doing that hour long Latin song and we had to do it in a non air conditioned church for an hour singing. Oh, I love that night. Oh, that's such a beautiful memory for me. <laughs> we were singing Latin for an hour and it was like what May and it was in Connecticut. So there was humidity and there was no air conditioning in that small church. No, but you guys sounded really good. They had that famous, I don't yeah. know, choir master who came. That was just really, you guys sounded phenomenal. That uh, your uh, music teacher loved you. Mr. Lobar. Yeah, he was a good guy. You, uh, you had to try out for that, Chamber Singers. Yeah, I auditioned. Well, it wasn't. So I didn't want to, but all my friends were in chamber singers and I was like, well, that sounds like fun. What is it? And then one of my friends was like, oh, come on. So she pulled me to the music room and the teacher was there and she was like, Victoria's got an audition for chamber singers. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I don't sing. Like I go to chorus class, but I don't sing. And he goes, okay, let's just, you can audition. I wasn't prepared. And the only song that I knew like like lyric wise was the climb by Miley Cyrus because the, her Hannah Montana movie had just come out and I sang the climb and of course like it sucked so he just had me sing a song that we did in chorus 
And I was like, I don't know what's going on. And he's like, okay, cool. Are you comfortable being a soprano? I'm like, well, I've been an alto in your class for the past year and a half. But sure, put me as a soprano. And I was a soprano in Chamber Singers. And it was brutal. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But- I, never I didn't know that story. I remember you dropping you off at school in the at morning. Like six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you had practice, of course, and you were frustrated because he was always late because he used to stop at Starbucks and he used oh to come in gosh. twenty minutes late from Starbucks. It's like I we had to be that. there at six a.m. and he comes late. Like, hello, we have like a whole day of school. And plus extracurriculars. Like, I'm just a little 12-year-old. <laughs> but, no, it was a it was a good experience. Um, that was eighth grade. And sometimes dad would drive me to chamber singers. It was very interesting. But then in high school, when I went to well, junior year and I took that dance class, and I had to do Chicago. And they put they misordered my costume, so I had to wear a corset two times too small. That was fun. It wouldn't you, button up. You did uh you did you were in a show. Was that the show? I thought you were in a show in Connecticut. I was in yeah, a show. Yeah. No, well, like, not I, Dan. It was the Oh not the, Dan. Uh, well, in middle school, I was in South Pacific, and I was a yep. nun. And yes. my back was to the crowd the entire time. And <laughs> then they were like, oh, during dress rehearsal, they're like, oh, by the way, you're singing a song. Like, I'm like, what? And I was like, and it's like, oh, by the way, it's also in French. And I was like, What? And I'm just sitting here like, you're telling me now that I have to sing a song. And you're also telling me that it's in French. I don't know one single word in French. How am I supposed to sing this song? So luckily, I wasn't the only one that was singing. It wasn't a solo, thank God. But during the, like, there's a theater trick. And it's, I, it's more for dance. But when, in dance, when you are, if it's more of a musical so we got interrupted because internet is awful and it does not like my podcast apparently. But as I was saying, there's like a trick in dance when you're doing a more like theatrical piece in dance and you have to sing along. Yeah. And if you don't know the words, you just say watermelon over and over like to the beat, obviously. And it makes it look like you're right. actually singing it. So what I did was just say, I wasn't saying it out loud. I was mouthing it and like lip syncing just the word watermelon. And of course, like, it's not going to, like, it's just, I'm on stage with like 10 other nuns. Granted, I'm mother superior over here, but I, I'm just there and um, singing watermelon because I don't know the French words. And that is my only. Do you at least do it with a French accent? I don't do accents. I can't even do a British accent. Really? Really. Anytime I try, it's just god awful. But you but like okay. but you are in England, so you probably know how to do one. You lived there for like six months. Well, it wasn't that long, but yeah. I don't know. It's been a while. Do you still like I'm not have gonna, friends I'm in England? Not doing an accent. 
Say again. Do you still have friends in England? Do you still know who's out there? Oh. Are you Facebook friends with I them? That's like a really long time ago. Was it like, were you like one of the punk kids in England? Were you like in the punk scene when you were there? No. That would have been a whole I I mean, I can appreciate it, but no. Hardcore punk in England was, yeah. It was pretty cool. That was the time. Yeah. Yeah. But you were more new wave, I feel like. Yeah. 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 You were. I was. You definitely were. Yeah. I mean, your first concert was Talking Heads, so can't get more new waves than that, which is so cool because if you think about it, your first concert was the Talking Heads, and then my first festival was David Byrne, which is Talking Heads. Talking Heads. Yeah, pretty cool. He's a pretty kooky guy. He's a very kooky guy. They're they're (laughs) from New York, New Jersey? New York. I don't know. I thought he's from New York. Talking hands. Same as it ever was. That music video. What a trip. Yeah, they're from New York. Wow, I'm amazing. I know my I know my stuff. Yeah, you do. But yeah. So the Kangs, a lot of that. I really like the police, which is, you know, whatever. You love the police. Yeah. That's like your favorite band. But are they new wave? Totally. Um, I don't know. I don't know. When I was younger, and you would always tell me that Sting was in the police, I thought, because I knew that the police was a band, and then, but the way that you phrased it for me, I was like, oh, so this is the police, but then Sting came in to help them, and he's singing with the police. He's not in the police. And so when, like, growing up, yeah, up until I was, like, 17, I was under the impression that it was the, like, if the band would have been called, like, the police and Sting. So it was, like, the police plus Sting. Right. Yeah, no, without Sting, there is no police. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Because I also know he did solo work. I'm like, okay, so he's helping them out. I was like, he's just putting them on the map. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. There was a lot of like, I feel like I, I'm i really thankful because I feel like you and dad really like created like a lot of like my musical interests. Like there's so many pockets that I'm like, and I enjoy when it comes to, like disco, new wave, you know. You have always, always always had an openness to different kinds of music. Right. So it wasn't like, oh, that's not cool. Like right. if you enjoy it, you listen to it. Right. Um, but that's how we are. Dad and I, right. you know, dad could be listening to Christmas music, to heavy metal. Country. Yeah. Yeah. He very diverse. Yeah. But I think like, like you guys introduced like a lot of music to Joe and I when we were kids. I don't really remember listening to. I mean, of course I listened to like hits when I was like we listened to Soak Up the Sun and stuff like that when it was like a big deal. But I feel like a lot of the music growing up was very like you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, 
60s. Yeah. And it was, you know, I got that. And I also got like history, music history lessons with it or just like, you know, we're a huge trivia family. So I think that's obviously where I get all my trivia from. But, you know, like. Well, that's where you take after your dad. But yeah, I mean, you were a newborn and he was playing different music and dancing, cradling you around the apartment. Like that's was his thing Deal. with you for sure. But this isn't a Father's Day podcast. Okay, but I'm just, you do it too. We would be in the car and you'd be like, oh yeah, the drummer in this band only has one arm because he lost it in a car accident. Was it Def Leppard? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Very cool. (laughs) I just remember, I remember we were on our way or on our way back from Walmart when you told me that. Yeah. I don't, (laughs) but yeah. What is like? It's a cool thing. Yeah, when when I was when it was just when he lost his arm. It's it's the story of perseverance. Yes. Yes. Perseverance. <laughs> but um, so when I was your only child, when you didn't have my brother, your son, yet before he crashed the party, if you will, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it was it was pretty cool, just the three of us for a while, but then you know, he came around. It's fine. I did like I did enjoy having a brother. It would have been nice to also have a sister, but it's okay. I dressed my brother up as well, so it's fine. I know dad hated that. <laughs> but yeah. so well, I guess I can include him too, since he's one of your children. But like, cause you were when we were younger, you were able to stay home with us and we got to, we went to Bush Gardens a lot. You got that like washable chalk paint and we painted the car and then, you know, dad got really angry because he thought it was real. Like, was that like, like, was, was what was like your favorite moment? Cause I can tell you what my favorite day was with you, but like, did you have like a favorite day being like, this is what I imagined being like a mother was going to be? Oh yeah, totally. I mean, I don't know about a day, but like the, I would say like when you were the time period, my thirties, but like when you were, yeah, from when you were born to, I don't know, Joseph and then having Joseph and, um, I don't know when you're three, four, five, newborn. Yeah, little. I like the little guys. Yeah, that's that's my favorite time. Right. It's exhausting. Right. That's the only part. Is it's the sleep deprivation is the hardest part. But right. yeah, when you guys were little and I was at home and I would take you guys out or take you out, put you in the beautiful carriage that we had and go walk with my friends and. There was like five moms walking their little babies and go to the park. And yeah, those were the days that, yeah, I could say that. But then there was also the days where you'd walk away for like 10 minutes and you'd walk back and your son is covered in blue paint from head to toe. And you're just like, I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> because I remember that day. Oh, do you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. But I do remember when he rolled around. I I remember when he rolled around. He was afraid to come in in the mud puddle from head to toe Mm. in South Carolina. 
And yeah, so I ran and got the camera because I thought it was funny. And then I put him in. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, there was. was, You you painted the house. I did paint the house. (laughs) I was creative at a very young age. I really just was into home improvement at the time. Yes. <laughs> you would definitely. You guys weren't able to fix that. It's just there. You just like, all right, it's just part of the house now. Because I painted brick, I, I, right? Yeah, it was red brick house and painted the brick white because daddy left the paint and the paintbrushes mm-hmm. in the backyard. Yeah. And. But you did a good job. Like you filled in the squares really nicely. <laughs> I mean, when I do it, <laughs> when I paint, I paint well, I guess. We just never, we could have painted it with red paint or taken it off with turpentine or something. But I guess so. Yeah, we never did. Or maybe dad did before we sold that house. I don't recall. I've also painted the fence. Yes, you did. Yes. The same day. <laughs> So the car that, that you had, Dad's watch. I painted Dad's watch. Oh, you were on oh, Dad's I was watch. On Dad's watch. Yeah, you were going on a run or something. Yeah. So your car when we lived in New York, it was the white one. That was a. What was that? Oh, uh, that was a Grand Am. Oh. I was trying to remember what it was. Sedan. I remember sitting in there one time. Because, like, you forgot something in the house. You had to, like, turn around and go back to the house because you forgot something. And you left me in the car. And that was my first, like, moment of, like, wow, my mom hates me. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because you left me in the car. I'm like, so many things can happen in a minute and a half when I'm in the car by myself. It was so funny. But I was like, wow, I'm all alone. (laughs) You were struck. Into your car seat. You were in the driveway. But I was like, someone just kicked me out. I could, you know, something could happen. The car can roll away. <laughs> well, you, that's total opposite other things you did when you were five or six. Oh, the, after my first day of kindergarten, preschool? No, I'm thinking of when we had, um... I don't know. We had that neighborhood get together. We were all outside, like at someone's house in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and it was brutally hot out in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And you were not feeling well, mm-hmm. so Dad's like, "I'm going to take her home." You had a fever, so Dad got you all fixed up, put you in bed, and uh, I mean, you were like what six, and uh, you said, "Dad, just." Um, could you please write down your phone number and leave it with me? Like you thought he was going to go back to the party and leave you. He's like, I'm not leaving. I remember that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I was like, cause I thought like he wanted to go still go like socialize. So I was like, just leave me your phone number and I'll be okay. But yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm not leaving. But I guess, like, in a way, I've always had that independence of, like, yeah, I'll be on my own. I'll be fine. Always. Too much. Yeah. Very independent. Yeah. The things I don't tell you, I can t- handle by myself. That's right. Were you shocked that, that, like, where did she learn this? 
when I said yeah, that. Yeah, no, you, you didn't. That's just who you are. I don't think that was learned. That's that's you. That's, hey, how was school? Is there anything you want? You know, did you play with the other children? The, you know, what's good? Well, the things I don't tell you about, I, I could fix myself. Uh, you're five. <laughs> Something's going on. You got to tell your mom and dad. I was I was a very important businesswoman, and I had things to do. And if I had to tell you something, I'd tell you something. I had things to do. <laughs> I don't think you felt like you had to tell us anything. I think you really thought you had everything under control. Under control. <laughs> In a way. You were going to handle your teachers. You were going to handle the other kids. <laughs> you took over when you were in the hospital. How old were you when you had your tonsils out? Oh my al- well, not my to- my tonsils, my adenoids. Adenoids? Yeah. I never know how to say yeah. that. Or is All it my ear tubes? Were crying they- yeah, it was well you had your adenoids and your ear tubes at the oh, same time. I didn't know that. You were four. four. Maybe you were three. You were three or four. And I was telling but, all the kids in the yeah. hospital that it's gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah, you were going from bed to bed talking to all the little kids, telling calming them down, being like the mom. <laughs> I mean, (laughs) (laughs) you were a funny kid. Yeah. So I've heard. But you still are, I guess. Yeah. I mean. Oh, and your voice. Oh, my God. You who do you compare to Demi Moore? Yeah, you sounded like Demi Moore when you were little. Bobby. This is fucking this voice. You know, you did that you did that voice in front of Tim and now Tim does it. I'm like, you weren't even there. How are you in on this now? And I'm like, (laughs) but if you listen to videos, it's not like they put this you guys put this like growl into it. And it's just it just sounds like I'm just congested. Meanwhile, you guys like, mommy. And I'm like That's how you sounded. <laughs> Everybody loved your voice. No. Yeah. I when I listen to videos, I like I like hearing that voice. And like part of me wishes because it was deep. I was like, I wish it stayed Very like good. deeper. With that like raspiness, because I did have like a raspy element to my voice. I could have been a child yes. voice actor. What were you doing? Yes, we said that. Absolutely. You didn't pursue it. You still can. I guess I could, but I don't, well, now I don't have the range. If I was a child, I can just do one voice, but now I can't because I'm not a child. Well, work on it. (laughs) Okay. Well, then when it came to one thing um, that was constant, Joseph Constant, my brother, constantly reminded me is when, when you took us to the mall and we got stopped by those like model those fake modeling agencies they weren't stopping for me they were stopping for him because he was the blonde hair blue eyed baby and i was just the dark haired dark eyed baby and no one wanted me to model for them <laughs> and it was he did not have blue eyes that's what he tells me all the time he was like well i had the oh. light eyes and i had the light hair and they wanted me to model for them and i'm like okay we look exactly the same now. I don't think that's a flex anymore. 
people think we're <laughs> they think we're twins or they think he's the older yeah. one because he's you know he's taller which doesn't make any sense to me but it's fine um yeah no comment i wasn't taking either of you to do modeling no. not my thing but you did Sorry. you did do like we would go to like the photo shoots or you did hire like a photographer for your own personal photos but not like for a commercial but that was refined. We have a lot of those photos. Those are cute. Yes. My first boyfriend was a model. Yes. He was a gap a model. Gap model. And yeah, Joey. Yeah, Joey. And you know, I had I always say this, but I remember one conversation we had in the parking lot, and I swear it is my you know coming of age when it comes to like feminism, you know. I asked him, why is it Game Boy and not Game Girl? And and I think about that constantly. Like, I was like, wow. I was really like, new wave feminist. Hello. Hi. That's me. Well, the thing about Joey is he had like three little sisters. Mm-hmm. Now, we're talking about Joey was five when we knew him. Right. Okay? Right. <laughs> but he was a gentleman. Yes. His mother raised him that way. He was a very sweet yeah. boy. I remember. Yeah. My first boy. Oh. <laughs> but. You guys were friends. Yeah. I'm sure. So when it came into my like teenage years or like my early 20s, because I'm now technically in my mid 20s, which is a great feeling. Um, but when you, when I entered my teenage phase, or like when you thought I would reach my teenage phase, did you expect me to be how I was? Or did you expect me to have like a rebel phase, like a hardcore rebel phase or like being like mischievous or getting into trouble? Or did you know that I was just going to be square? I had no idea how we were going to be, how you were going to be, but um, no, you were not what I expected. If I expected anything. You were nothing like me, and that's all I could really relate to was myself. Right? Were you like? But um, were you ever like, not, why isn't she? Or were you just like, yeah, that's just her? Uh, no, always thankful because you were you were good. Right. You're a good girl. I remember, but you um, told me, or it was you or dad that told me the conversation. But I guess like I had just turned twenty one. And it was either like a family member or a just a family friend. And I guess they were you guys were all talking about how I had just turned 21 or about to turn 21. Um, or it was either like 21 or 18. Doesn't matter. But it was, you know, a coming of age age. But um, but then da- someone went to dad. I was like, oh, well, good luck. That's when they start getting like out of control. And my dad and dad was like, no, I, I know she'll be fine. Like, I trust her. And, like, I have confidence in her that she'll, you know, be mature. And, like, I felt great that my dad had that confidence. But then when I got told that, I was like, well, now I have a lot of pressure that I have to be, like, this model perfect kid who can't, like, you know. I was like, well, great. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) He's making me have this standard. But, I mean, I knew, like, you told me all these stories when you were in your 20s. And, of course, I live vicariously through a few of them. But the Eddie money story, but which is my favorite story. 
<laughs> I, I think about that maybe like once a week. You, you are probably more like dad than me right? in that way. Yeah. Like you, yeah, you have boundaries, you have a limit, um, you're fun, but you're trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel, yeah. yeah, I wish, almost wish you did, you did a little bit more naughty, exploratory type stuff. You do. Like, get it out, of, well, get it out of your system like, kind of like thing. what? I don't know, but you called me up when you did certain oh, things. I did the weed. I did. Yeah. I couldn't. I felt and so like, guilty. I was like, I was like, I'm not going to tell anyone. Just my brother knows. That's it. And it's fine. And then maybe like I woke up and maybe 20 minutes later, I, had, I was like, mom. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel good as a mom that you know you can tell me anything and I'm never going to stop loving you. Like I've been saying that your whole life. Um, and what was my advice to you? You're fine. Just remember how you feel right yes. now. Because you did not like how you felt afterwards. No, I don't like anything so that like, alters, you know. Right. That's why you're I... like your father. Yeah, I don't like drinking. Yeah. I don't really like partaking in the weeds. But I think, like, of course, like, I have done it after. But it was never... We did it together. That was a pretty fun thing to do. I felt really bad because you got sure, paranoid. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah yeah i know i don't like to do that stuff anymore either i'm a good girl like you i can't do that i mean it was just it was right it, was, it was right before we moved it wasn't a big it was just a big hurrah because i was moving you were about to have an empty nest it wasn't it's not a big deal right I know. it was legally obtained it's fine it's all good but no it's, it's anyway it's i you know when I was like 16, I was like, yeah, when I'm older, I'm going to I'm going to try doing LSD. I'm going to try doing uh I, I don't know. I was like maybe I'll do like other things. And then I got to like an older age and I was like, the fuck was I thinking? Nah. Like no. <laughs> no thanks. I, I like not for me. I, it's you know, yeah. it's not like if that's your thing, that's your thing. I'm not going to judge you, um, but it's not for me. And I think like, you know, when it comes to drinking as well, I don't like how it makes me feel. And I, you know, I don't have an interest to get drunk. I've never really been drunk. So getting there isn't like, and like the process to get there. No, thanks. No, thanks. I know. I bought you a drink on your 21st birthday yeah. and you didn't. No, I, I I don't think I've ever finished a drink, if I'm quite honest. Not your thing. It's really not. I don't have that problem. Nanny had a beer tonight. Nanny had a beer? Well, so she keeps yeah, some beers Stella. in there. Yeah, she had a Stella. Oh. Look yeah. at her go. She's so... Yeah. I had a sip of a beer once. Despised it. <laughs> And then Tim had made me take a sip of a white claw, which is just like a hard seltzer. Yeah. And I didn't even taste the alcohol. I'm like, oh, that's dangerous. I mean, not for me, but like for people who don't 
you know, forget that it's alcohol. They can easily, you know, just get carried yeah. away. But which that's all the new rage. Like, I don't know if it's a Utah thing, but there's just hard, like a billion you know, I, hard seltzer yeah. brands now. No, I see them too. Yeah. I drank more in the past two weeks visiting Nanny than I think I drank. I think I probably went like four months without a cocktail and they drink wine here every night. Oh my gosh. Well, you're, you like the dirty martinis, right? I do, but I haven't had one in, gosh, it's probably been a few years almost. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, my yeah. first legal drink was a Dirty Shirley. <laughs> which That's what she made you? That's what she made me. It was a Shirley Temple with, I think, vodka. And, and then um, otherwise, like, I... At a Dorothy concert. What? Dorothy concert. Yes, the Dorothy concert. That Joe and Emily were supposed to... Joe, my brother, and his fiance were supposed to come with me, but then she bailed last minute because that someone was missing. And then Joseph just bailed on me, and I was like, hey, Mom, <laughs> can you come to a concert with me? And we had a girls' day. No, oh, I had so much fun really at that fun. concert. It was so fun. And then you were outside smoking with the opener, and I come and find you, and I'm like, what's going on? And then they gave me all this free merch, and they followed me on Instagram or on Twitter. I was like, what's – just go to a concert with my mom. I and I'd be hanging out with the band. Yeah. It's like go to the concert and go concert with my mom and just become friends with the bands. Like that wasn't our first – we've been yeah. to a few concerts together actually. Absolutely. We did, we did that show. We did Green Day together. We did Journey together yep. with Joan Jett yep. and Loverboy. Right on. And then my first concert, oh, I was so stressed out that day. I don't know if you remember this day, but it was my birthday party was at the roller rink. And then it was also the premiere day of High School Musical. And I was like, it's out on my birthday. I have my birthday party. I'm going to come home and I'm going to watch High School Musical and then I'll go to bed or something. I don't know. And then you were like, Victoria, there's a free Christian concert. Do you want to go? It's your birthday. And I was like, ah, what? And then I felt all this pressure to go to this free concert. We get there. It's my first actual concert ever. And it's dark and it's loud. And they gave us these free little flashlight things. I don't know if you remember those, but I do. And I was like, now I'm stressed out because there's so much going on. It's my first concert. I didn't know what this concert was. It was a huge stadium. And I'm also stressed out because, like, I got to get home because High School Musical is going to be on any minute. Meanwhile, like, we were in the car, like, and you were going to the concert. And obviously, like, Joe and Dad took a separate car. I was like, Mom, tell Dad and tell him to TiVo because TiVo was the thing then. TiVo High School Musical right. so I can watch it. And then that's what we did. And I went to the concert. And it was a Christian, like, Hollow. It was like ten bands. Yeah, it was like a Lollapalooza. You were, of you were hanging bands. out with you. Uh, I forgot the name of the band, but you were hanging out with one group. Of, it was a bunch of females. Mm -hmm. um, 
That was fun. It was fun. I don't think it was free. It was like five bucks or something. Well, I like just that. remember it was like, yeah. man, like doable. You were you were you were really tired. I was exhausted, and you were like, "Let's go." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> I was tired, but I was also like, "So like, I need to go watch High School Musical." That was a fun birthday party, Thank though. You. Um, I don't. I, it had to be like third grade or fourth grade. I only remember two of my birthday parties from from Tampa. Gotcha. There was one at the bowling alley and then one of them was i was like i want to have a birthday party in the spring and so we did it like outdoors in some park and i remember i totally forgot that it was happening and you picked me up and you had my american doll and you had me have a change of clothes and it was like victoria change in the car we're gonna go to the park and for your party i'm like what party i was so confused Cause it was like right after school. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I had a full on birthday party in the park. <laughs> Cause I said, I wanted a you, summer birthday party. Well, you had, um, cause we live so far from your school. Right. So you actually had two parties that year. You had your My school, school party in the park, that little yeah. thing. And then we had a party. I don't remember the bowling alley though. Really? But you had, yeah, you had a neighborhood friends party. So yeah. Oh, I, you had a lot of parties. Victoria. I did. And then there was the I had the cookie cake. I hated that cookie cake. I don't like cookie cakes. I know Joseph was the cookie cake That's guy. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, you had some good parties. I did. I yeah. I had I had I had some good ones. I, I, I agree. I do agree. Um, do you remember that one time you were like, sometimes you'd be on the phone when we lived in Tampa and I'd be wanting to talk to you, but you'd just be on the phone for so long that I'd just jump in the pool with all my clothes on? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. Uh, sometimes like you would be on the phone for so long and I didn't want to go back inside because I wanted to talk to you, but I know... Like anytime I tried talking to you on the phone, that was rude. And so I would wait, but it'd be really like long. And of course, the one thing we have out on the lanai is our pool. So I just jump in with all my clothes. There's also another time when we carpooled with um, Brent and everything where we came home and we just jumped in the pool with our school uniforms on and you didn't seem to care. <laughs> Yeah, probably I didn't. Which is that was pretty That's funny. fine. Yeah. Yeah. I was a cool mom. You are a cool mom. It's Victoria. You're welcome. Yeah. What about the party that I didn't know about where you invited the kids in the neighborhood and then the doorbell rings and he's standing there with cupcakes. I'm here for the party. I'm like, uh, what party? You made invitations and gave it out to all the kids in the well, neighborhood. Well, it wasn't just and me. Never told me. It was me and Brent, and we planned the party. I said, we'll have it at my place. You get all the snacks and the food, and we'll have it here. And so we made invites. We gave them to his brother, Joseph, and, you know, surrounding kids in the neighborhood. And we also gave it to, like, adults 
And they actually came over, so it's on them for believing what an eight year old having a party. Yeah. But it worked. Well, now people came over. Your grandmother did that with the teacher. The teacher. She invited them for dinner and the teacher showed up. I get it from Nanny. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun time, and I remember like it was actually going on. Like there was people over at our house. Like it it came a thing. Like it wasn't like a full blown party with kids everywhere, but there were like oh, yeah. adults. And I was like, I, Brent and I looked at each other and we we're like, we really pulled this off. <laughs> You're all proud of yourself. Yeah, and then there was another time that he came over because you know we were the best of friends, and I also had like a crush on him. But it's whatever. I didn't like try and give him a love note or anything. Nothing like that. Oh, yes, you did. I found one. Do you like me? Check yes or no. You totally had one of those. I don't know if you gave it to him, but you wrote it. Didn't I write kissy kissy on it? I don't know, but it was in your little purse. You always had a You you have it still. It's in the scrapbook that you made. Oh, okay. But yeah, but anyway. Um, he would come over sometimes and we would like play on the computer, but we didn't know what like kids sites we could play on. So we would open up Microsoft word and just click like type stuff. And then we'd change the font and lose our minds that the text got so big. And we would be <laughs> laughing our butts off. And then dad would come in and be like, what are you guys doing? And we'd be like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny to me. But yeah. yeah, we were good friends. And then um, there was Ashton, Ashley. Yeah. yeah. That was good times. Yeah, I liked it there. But yeah yeah well i mean you do enjoy being a mother i enjoy being a daughter do you like me what was like your favorite like victoria i mean i know i'm amazing but was there like a period like when i was younger like that you were like oh my gosh i hope she like never grows out of this phase Oh, I probably said that through every phase. No, there were probably some phases where I said, I, I can't wait for her to outgrow this. <laughs> I, I don't do well. I don't, I don't, it's not, it's not personal to you. I like the little ones. Middle school, not my favorite age. Who was age. worse? Was it me or my brother, like me or Joseph when it came to like that preteen teen stage? Uh, you were worse. I was. I always thought Joseph was. He was so mean. Oh, well, maybe, yeah. He was maybe to you, not to me. I was mean to you? No, no, no. No, you weren't mean to anybody. Yeah, I'm not saying you were mean. Don't put words in my mouth. Well, I, no, no, I'm not asking. I said Joseph wasn't mean to me. He probably was mean to you. But, um... No, you weren't mean. You just I was moody. Everything was a big deal. I mean. <laughs> yeah. At that age. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Your clothes, your somebody looked at you with school the wrong way, a teacher, 
Your projects had to be perfect. You melted down because I dropped the Zapolis off at the office. <laughs> well, that's not where they were supposed to go. That's not what I was under the impression that they were going to be I in the did kitchen. My job. <laughs> I was freaking but out. You lost it. You, you lost it. Well, I was. You melted down. Somebody moved them to the room they were going to be served in. Somebody who worked in the school. Well, they weren't where they were supposed to be. I know, well, but your reaction... They were a hit, though. There was no leftovers. That's cool. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, that was, like, the response. Like, everything becomes a big deal. Yeah, so, I can see that. I'm that still I, kind I, of yeah. like that, but not as bad. Like, I'll call you up. I'm like, oh, my God, it's the end of the world. Yeah, well, the, that happened the other night with the little thing you had, but yeah. <laughs> it was something, Dad, that I did to you what you usually, you, you, I was rambling, rambling on. <laughs> you did, you pulled on like, me. <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah, I did a Victoria. Because I'll be the one that's like, okay, well, just let me keep talking for another 20 minutes, even though you told me you have to go to bed. Right. Meanwhile, I was like, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> you were like rambling on about like India. Yeah, COVID's like spiking over there. It's just breaking my heart. Yeah. Um. Do you remember when in high school I was like, telling, I was like, well, my crush at the time, he was like, he asked for, like to hang out over the summer. And I was like, well, you don't have my number. <laughs> and you were like, Victoria, that's when you give it to him. And I was like, oh. <laughs> funny and then i told him i liked him and i cried and i didn't go to school that following monday told you not to do that <laughs> and you you chose to listen to your friend's advice that was the only time i've ever like told a crush that i liked them that was and then after that never happened good yeah i didn't even even with tim now he had to be the one to say that he liked me first. And then I was like, maybe I'll say I like him back. I did. But yeah, but that was it. I love that story. Like with the with the whole he said he didn't like me back or whatever. And then I was hanging out with just my guy friends um, and he got jealous. And I was like, bro, yeah, you had your time. You had your moment for four years, and you blew it. He did. He liked you. Well, who wouldn't? Okay. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But were you like, I don't know. Did you wish I was more like extroverted in high school? Um, no, I like you just the way you are, but I wanted you to enjoy it. Mm. Well, I definitely didn't. Yeah, I was not a yeah. high school kid. Yeah, no, and I didn't love high school either. Oh, gosh, when I was in my 20s, how many, or when I was in high school, did people used to say this to you? Like, oh, this is the time of your life. You're gonna, you're gonna miss it when, I don't miss high school. I hated high school. Um, I don't think anyone told me that. I think it was more no, so towards my like twenties. 
Yeah. And now I'm like 25, and I was like, I don't know what happened my first five years in my 20s or four years. You've been busy. I have, but I'm like, I, I have been, I have done a lot in you know the past five years, but man, oh man. Do you miss high school? No. No. Yeah. No. Okay. So, but I also went to. That's why I wanted you to be. But I also went to three different high schools, and I lived in right. like I moved across the country. So I mean, like maybe if I would maybe try doing it over, if it was like if I did all my four years in Connecticut with like you know with my friends. Um, but if it was the way it was, and like just redoing it, no, no, absolutely not. I know. I feel bad about that. It was brutal. I think I flourished more with my second attempt at college than anything. I have, I did the same thing as yeah. you. Oh, I yeah, I get it. Yeah. I know. Moving, changing high schools right. is I mean, not. I changed yeah. schools too. But. but it was three and, you know, I went from switching out from sophomore year to junior year from, you know, the East Coast to the West Coast. And then I obviously that first my junior school, that was brutal. And I know like that was also a really tough time for me. And I would always text you when I was in my math class. I'm like, you need to pick me up like I can't be here. And you'd always pick me up. And I was like, thanks, mom. <laughs> Sometimes you feel like, you like, no, I really can't, Victoria. Like, you need to stay. I'm like, Mom, I'm begging you to pick me up. And then you would always be like, all right, I'm on my way. <laughs> I was always so grateful for that. I was miserable. Oh, you were. You, it was bad. But we had to get you out of that school. I know. I'm so glad. Do you remember when they took my phone away and then I had it, like, you had to come to the school and, like, go to the office and get it and then – the office lady was like, you should really, like, get her to stop using her phone in school. And then you were like, here's your phone, Victoria. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> you were, like, not having it. You were like, I'm not going to let this lady, like, tell me how right. to parent my child. Exactly. And you knew that, like, that's, like, how, like, because I needed to communicate with you during the day. And if I was using my phone, right, it was so to message you. I don't know if you know the truth of the story about, all right, so when we first moved to California, I wanted you to go to private school just because I knew it was going to be hard. I wanted you to be in a smaller school because I knew you, you do better in that environment. So anyway, you were adamant that you were going to the public yes. school and it's just, it's like a college. It's just so big, but. Um, well, it was right across the street from the community college. Right. And, um. So you just didn't want to go. You just, there's no way. So um, then after probably about three quarters into that year and you now not loving it, we were, it, we were all in a good place. The family was out to lunch. We were at the, um, our Buster's. family diner. No, it was Dave and Buster's. Oh. Okay. And, and you brought I'm, Jacob. And you were okay. like, so Jacob, do you really like the school that you're at? And you were like starting to like move me into the conversation. And then. Well, no, I had to do something creative. Dad had to. Oh, dad had to say it. Because if it came from me, 
Oh my God, I'm such a bitch. You would have been like, no, <laughs> but if dad suggested it, so I had talked to him in the car or I whispered to him, ask her if she wants to go look at the school. Right. But go ahead, tell the well, story. You remember? Wasn't I like on board with it? I. You kept saying, no, I don't want, I wanted, you know, whatever. Every time I brought it up when we were but moving, you were like, no, it, no, no. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. That's what happened. <laughs> Such a bitch. Anyway, but then I switched yeah, schools. Those, those were the annoying things about you, but that's okay. <laughs> I think it's getting better. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah, totally. I, mean, I come to you more for but, advice. Yeah, no, totally. It's it's definitely, but yeah, you really respect Dad's opinion. You know, he not that I would lie, but Dad's a straight shooter. Right. But anyway, yeah. So, and I think you you did did feel much more comfortable in that school. Yeah, it was only it was fifty kids. In yeah, class, but then you know, class. my first week of school, I was going into one of my classes that were like was only for seniors and this hall monitor teacher, whatever, was like, I'm sorry, this is only a class for seniors. And I was like, <laughs> I'm a senior. that'd be me. And she's like, are you? Aren't you an incoming freshman? I'm like, no, I'm an incoming senior, but thank you. And you were a I was a transfer, yeah. but I also like at that time, like I was a lot younger little. and I was little. You were, yes, you were. Young, I don't want to say immature for your age, but yeah, you were. I was little for my, yeah. But, yes. and I also, I feel like I dressed a little bit younger than like the tip, like the, the compared to the other seniors. Wearing your turtle backpack to your, as a senior in high school? I didn't use my turtle backpack as my actual backpack. <laughs> but you had a turtle backpack. That you use. And now I have a chicken bag that dad hates. Yeah. I actually called him the other day and I forgot what it was about, but he goes, You won't tell me this, but you decided to send me a text message of your chicken bag. And I was like, Well, that's a priority. <laughs> <laughs> I love that chicken bag. I think that I get that kind of sense of humor from you. Totally. But yeah, yes, your accessories, you've always been that way. But I think like you cool. got me into that because you like the way that you dressed me as a baby or as like a kid, like the Doc Martens with the with the jean jacket, with the bonnet. Yeah, you had a lot of hats. I, I did accessorize you. I did have fun dressing you for sure. Was it yeah. more... Fun to dress me or to dress Joseph? Oh, that's interesting. It was different, but it was both fun. I had fun dressing him mm -hmm. too. But you had clothes that you, there was a stage that you refused to wear certain things. You had like five leather skirts when you were like three. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't want to wear it with the leather jacket. It was, right. you know, it was popular. But, um, Everybody would buy you these cute outfits. There was some you just would not wear certain clothes. Well, okay. didn't I go through a phase where I was only wearing dresses, or like I was only wearing like one particular dress at one point as well? 
had a, you had yes, you had a favorite and um your Bugs Bunny yes. dress. And then yeah, you went for a period of about two or three years that you only want to wear dresses. I still go through that. Like I hate pants. Like right now, like I'm wearing short overalls. I've been wearing them almost every single day because it's the most comfortable thing. Like I don't like wearing pants. I maybe wore pants one day this week. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wear my, my, um, I have like a jumpsuit. I wore that today. That's cool. I like that jumpsuit. But it's just like, I feel like that part of me has always been like a thing. Like, I only like dresses and skirts for the most part. Of course, like, I went through phases where I wore jeans. But I think, like, I'm phasing back into I don't want pants near me. Right. It's just so uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Well, uh, did you wear a dress to – well, once you went to school and you're playing and all that stuff, you outgrew some of that, but – you wore a skirt or a skirt. You wore a uniform. Right. You loved wearing a uniform when you were little. I did. You. Re- I know you did. Yeah, you didn't mind it. You liked it, and thank God it was a cute uniform. It was but cute. The blue plaid. Yeah. I cute. just didn't like the the dress one. Kind of bothered me sometimes. Mm. But I didn't wear the dress that one that much. I don't. I feel like. Uh. Yeah, maybe not as much. You wore the skirt, the skirt. with the polo yeah. shirt. And I wore the plaid skirt sometimes. Yeah. And then when I went to this the South Carolina Catholic school, we had to wear the, we had to buy those shoes, those tan suede looking. What were they? I don't know what they were, but they were ugly. What? I don't remember. I don't remember. So when I had to wear like these tan shoes and they had like a red sole and they were like <laughs> canvas with suede oh they sound ugly They're, they were hideous but I tried to be as cute as possible with the, like my selection of socks make it as cute as possible but every kid had to wear the oh, same shoes yes accessorizing I still wear frilly socks yeah yes I know you do I don't know. I don't know what the deal was with those shoes. Ugly. That's and they crazy. were painful too. Never oh. grew into them. I was. I wore them like every day for a year. But it was fine. I didn't really care for that uniform though. Not as much. This is more plain. But. And then there was the charter school, where I still wore skorts, and a polo shirt every day. Right? But that those polo shirts were Barney Purple. They were Barney Purple every day. Wasn't there white too? Maybe. Remember when I when I got student of the month? Yeah. I did. I was in the nurse's office. And I thought I was hallucinating. <laughs> because they were like calling out because every month they call out all the students that are student of the month. And I was in the nurse's office. And I was laying down because I, you know, quote unquote, didn't feel good. And right. <laughs> and um, they were calling out the names and I heard my name and I was like, excuse me. What's that? And then I because I was the nurse's office was also like in the main office. So I was like, oh. I think my name was called for student of the month. 
and they were like, are you feeling better? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) Because like student of the month, you get your picture taken and you also get like free popcorn and free like ices. Like it was like, you gotta go. A big deal. It was a big deal. Yeah. And you know, I was like, I feel better. And I was also holding one of my littlest pet shops because that was the toy for me then. And that was my, now that was my lucky, like, littlest pet shop pet because it was with me when I got student of the month. Oh, that makes sense. And that's why he was, his name was Lucky. (laughs) (laughs) It couldn't be that you earned it. It had to be luck, right? Well, I don't think it was like, oh, he gave me that look. It was because I got student of the month, he became lucky. Because okay. it happened when I was with that thing. It's the same thing when I'm like wearing a shirt and something good happens when I'm wearing that shirt. Now that shirt is lucky. Like, any now I can wear the shirt and I'll get this aura of like good things are going to happen. Right. Energy so it's not that. like the shirt does it, but something happened when I wore that shirt. Yeah, it's a good memory. Absolutely. So, and I get like that with like the weirdest things. But I know. I get sentimental over weird things. I have like a little box in I, I refuse to get rid of it because it's really little. And oh. it came like because it I can't remember what came in it, but Tim got me something when he went on his road trip. And I was like, even though I really like what he got me that came in this box, I don't remember what came in the box, but he gave me all these little things. I don't remember what came in this box, but I want to keep the box because I think it's cute. And it's like, I need the box because what if I need to use the box with something? And it's little. You like mini. I love that. And that's what's great. Tim knows that. And he always buys me miniature things of things. And I love it. It's the best thing ever. But yeah. I mean, do you do you have like a memory that you would want to talk about? Because we are going on almost an hour here. A memory? Yeah, like, what's your favorite memory with me, or like of me? We've talked about so many. I don't know. I I think probably all those nights you dancing, putting the music on, and entertaining us, mm-hmm. just dancing and dancing and dancing. Or another one of my favorite memory is um, you making a wish out the window when you were like, yeah, you were, you were like three and you was, you didn't know I saw Mm -hmm. you, you were looking and you out the window, starlight, star bright, first star I see tonight. What is it? I wish I may, I wish I might make a wish on you tonight. And you wished for a Barbie, Princess Barbie. Princess Barbie. And then you went to bed. So I that <laughs> I gotta go to the store, be right back. He's like, Where are you going? I'm like, I have to get a Princess Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> so I snuck in your room and I put it in the window. I remember this. I mean, obviously I remember getting the doll. I don't remember you doing mm-hmm. that, but well, I didn't tell you for I years, know. but yeah, you were bugging out when you woke up and that Barbie was there. You were chirping like, oh, it worked. 
I feel like, yeah, that, there's a lot of good stories from when we were little in, in New York. Especially, like, the painting, the doll, the ghost, the, the wall. The <laughs> wall. Joseph's head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he busted open his lip one time. I remember all. I hated that day. I was like, Wow. Because we were all having fun. We were all dancing around. We were laughing, giggling. Dad was tickling us. We were playing like Disney music or something. And then Joseph decided to fall off the couch. And like he split his lip open. And I was just sitting there like, well, thanks. Ruined the night. I was so pissed off. Because then... Because I knew knew that it was like a serious thing. But underneath, I was just kind of like... What kind of self-centered yeah. bitch is this kid? I was so pissed off. I mean, obviously, I, I like I was scared for him, but also at the same time, I was like, we were having so much fun, and now we have to stop because this kid can't stay on a goddamn couch. Excuse my French. Yeah, I know. Well, you were freaking out when we couldn't find him that one time. Well, I found him. No, but I, I think that did something I think to you. It did. I think that's like the root of all my anxiety. Yeah, I think it was it was a big moment. It was very traumatic for you. It was. I we lost my brother. <laughs> Meanwhile, he was just sleeping in the basement behind a like a chair. Yeah, he was behind the recliner, like you know. In a pile of blankets. Yeah. We just couldn't find him. And then him. I remember you found him. And screaming his yeah. name. Yeah. And then you were like in the basement. And I was like following you. And you had found him. And he was like asleep. And you were so excited that you found him. That you were screaming. I found him. I found him. And you like picked him up in like Simba. Like Lion King. <laughs> this like two year old. Be like I found him. And I was like, oh, my God, we found the kid. And I was like, okay, I can breathe. And then I was like, for some reason, though, I was like, what if he's in the dishwasher? <laughs> I checked the dishwasher because I know he, like, also playing in the oven, which, thanks, Joe, tried burning down the house that one time. He's the root of yeah. all of my anxiety. That's it. Yeah. But I also was the Joseph Whisperer. I know what Payoke was. It's, I, I, I still don't know how he got Shrek and Pay Oak. Like, I can't figure it out still. I try and, like, watch the movie and see if, like, Pay Oak was, like, a thing. I can't figure it out. It's Well, it's like, um, you know how they say twins have their own language? Yeah. Telecon- is it, what, so telekinesis? Think, sorry, telepathy? So, I don't know what it is, but it's... It's that something I think it's kind of like similar to that. So you understood him and what he was trying to say. Which I thought was so funny. Because he had like a huge tantrum about pay oak and then we lost him. Yeah, that was crazy. And then he burnt tried burning down the house. He did not try, he just he was two. He wasn't trying to burn he the house. He put down. his plastic toys in the oven. And then yet, then we used the oven for dinner because that's what you do. And then there was a fire. I was freaking out. He wedged a toy down in the bottom of the oven. I feel like, yeah, I feel like also like when we played, when we played hide and seek, because we would do like family hide and seek days. I don't know if you remember this, but 
Yeah, I still don't know where Dad was hiding. By the he way, was he never told the us. Refrigerator. How do you get behind I don't know. the refrigerator? All I remember is that I'm running around to find Dad because now I'm freaking out because now Dad's missing. And wait, wait, wait. are you talking about the New York this... house or the Florida house? Flor- no, New York. He was hiding behind the. Think... Fr- he was hiding behind the fridge. I remember. Do I get- don't know. All I remember was I was coming into the kitchen because I was running looking for my dad, and I just see the refrigerator being pushed out, and the the thing that was pushing <laughs> it out was dad. And I was like, he got behind the fridge. I was like, this is not how okay. you play hide and seek. <laughs> no. And how old were you guys? Like probably I was like little. what, like four or five. Yeah. All right. Now, where did he hide in Florida? Because I still don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think what he did, I think he did like a Spider-Man. I think he was climbed up the wall, like in really? the hallway. Yeah. I. That's what I think. Because he I, still won't tell you? No. He won't? No. I'm going to have to have him on for Father's Day and interrogate him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I want to know. Yeah, but I remember in New York. I don't know, but I I think he just kind of like used his feet and he shimmied up the wall. How did he stay up? And we didn't think to look up. He could have also just like, anytime the coast was clear, he could have just changed hiding. No, No? that house wasn't big enough to. In Florida? I think I would have heard him. Yeah, no, the house was big and I I think I would have heard him. I guess so. Remember when the the floor uh, the Tampa house? Remember when the wall was purple? Yes, that was interesting. That was the style then, Victoria. I know it was interesting. And then we, you did a really cool thing for my room with the the white cloudy thing. Yeah, but that wasn't even intentional. Right. What did you try to do? But- I was just painted your room pink, but it was too bright. Oh. So I just kind of washed it with white paint and water. Oh, that's true. And it looked awesome. Yeah. You know what really scared me in that room? It was only to, for my own doing, but it was my imagine like imagination. But you know that like fake window mirror thing that was green or whatever. Yeah. So that was above my bed. So sometimes I would stand up on my bed and look into that mirror window and I created this fantasy or imagination that like that was an alternate universe. Like that was the portal. And then I got so fixated on it. Anytime I looked at it, I got freaked out. Oh my goodness, I would have taken it out of your room. <laughs> I did it to home. myself. So it wasn't like I didn't know what to do with myself. So and then like because then you repurposed it when we like were in Connecticut and it no longer had that attachment. So it was just like in Tampa that I was like, nope. That's the portal. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like it was white framed. It looked like a window. And then I think I draped like a uh, Ivy or something over it to make it look like a garden window yeah. over your yeah. bed. 
So I I could totally see why you had that. But I like, it wasn't like just looking at it that I was like, oh, I like, like fixated on it and was like, that's the portal. That's it. That's real. Anytime I look at that, that's not me. That's an actual different person. Man, I had some issues. <laughs> um, Sorry. But, and then I had, I was obsessed with whiteboards and office supply stuff. And oh. I had to have like a billion pens. Yeah, you destroyed that carpet in your bedroom. Didn't I? Magic mark. Yeah. I didn't even notice. It's okay. You were little. It's no big deal. You were always coloring and painting and magic markers and the whiteboard and it's all good. I liked my my whiteboards. And then we had the playroom upstairs. That room was always so hot. The bonus room. Yeah, it had its own thermostat. We did, I didn't turn the thermostat. I didn't turn the air on unless we were up yeah. there. That's true. But the like it was always like so hot and dry up there that like even the carpet was crunchy. <laughs> but and then you would always like like when it all oh, my little Barbie corner because it was behind the recliner and you would always yeah. set all my dolls up and organize all the shoes and clothes. And- oh yeah. So I yeah, I could spend the whole day organizing and I would set up all Joseph's rescue heroes. And then I would organize all your Barbies. I would dress them up. I put all the little shoes together, the little cones together. And then... The um, pockets, too. Well, I didn't do the... I, I didn't set them up the same way. But you walk upstairs, and when you came home from school, and you just got right into it because it was all set up for yeah. you. It was so fun. It was yeah, fun. My little Barbie corner... And then I had all the Barbie cars, and then Joseph, of course, would throw all my dolls and all my toys down the stairs. Yeah, he did that a handful of times. Which he, it wasn't like he did that every not every day. day, but he did enough for me to remember how traumatic it was. What was the story with well, that? Why was he doing? Having a, like like a party, and once again, like all the boy kids in the neighborhood were over and they're upstairs and my American dolls were up there, my bitty baby, my Barbie, my Barbie cars. And they were just throwing everything down the stairs. That's not, I cool. know it's not cool. They weren't throwing his toys, only my toys. It hurt hmm. my feelings. And I told you, that I think too. dad, yeah. <laughs> do you remember when dad put all of our toys in garbage bags? That's another traumatic thing. <laughs> I do remember that i was like and i could i i was like oh my god <laughs> like i don't have any toys anymore <laughs> i was like what's going on and then like one day he gave them back and i was like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> that was that was very traumatic you guys had too much stuff well i didn't buy all of it i bought markers I know. That was my thing. And I had my little sewing machine, and Nanny helped me with that. Indeed. Do you remember my communion party? I do. That was cool. I cried. Well, we ended up in the hospital that night with Joseph. I didn't go to the hospital. No. 
It was the night before you took him to the um, urgent care, the pediatric urgent care, because you had group. Now he had strep throat, but I think it was, no, it wasn't the night before. Yeah, it was. Because it wasn't. It was the day of your communion. Well, he got sick the night before, and then that morning it got worse. And dad and Poppy took him to urgent care. I took No, Poppy left. Well, he was there. For a few hours. It's all a blur. All I remember is crying because some girl was being mean to me at my own party. And I had two cakes. I had a cross cake that was marble. And I had a Spongebob cake. Why did you have two cakes? I don't know. Because I think like there was the communion cake and then there was like a mini cake and the SpongeBob like looked like a, a Eucharist wafer. I don't no, think I'm so. I'm dead ass. Like that's what it was. It was it was like an Im- like it was an image of SpongeBob, but it was on this like thin cracker wafer on top of the cake. Oh, okay. And yeah. you're like, well, yeah. I got you this one because it kind of resembles a Eucharist. I'm like, it has Spongebob on it. I don't remember now. There's no way. <laughs> I'm serious. And- I probably, no, I might have said that to you as a joke. <laughs> but- well, you know I take things a little bit more seriously because I'm oh a little bit more gullible, I guess. I take things more literal. Yes, I know. But I do. Like, a lot of people came to that party, family-wise. Of course. And then they said my name wrong. It happened. Because apparently, I was on the phone with somebody the other day, and they kept calling me Lissa. Lissa. Yes. Oh my god. Hi, Lissa. How you doing? I mean, I think that most people know Lisa. Is L-I-S-A? You would think. I don't know. She. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Yeah. But. All right. Well. Yeah. I guess we can wrap it up. I mean, it's been like almost an hour and a half. For sure. But this, this was, was fun. fun. I like reminiscing and talking and just conversing with you. You're my favorite mom. Oh, you're my favorite daughter. <laughs> you're my only mom, but yeah, you're my only daughter. Cool. Yeah, but I don't know. I I like talking to you. It's always so hard. Like it's hard for me to end my podcast in general. But it's always hard to like end conversations with you because like we can talk for hours. Yes, and we do. We do. We do. All right. Well, then. I'm going to say good night. Good night. And thank you're you. You're welcome. Happy Mother's Day. Well, thank you, Victoria. Yeah. All right. Well, goodbye to mom and goodbye to all the listeners. Thanks for listening and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I don't think any other mothers listen to my podcast, but if you are one, happy Mother's Day. All right. Bye. Bye.